Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Going back to the 1970s and 1980s, if you ran from the police, there was almost a 100% chance you were going to be chased. When we would initiate a traffic stop, no matter what, we were stopping that person for we were going to pursue them till the end but over the years police departments in michigan and across the country have backed off of that is that the right thing to do this is the daily j i'm zach clark there are few things that make the news needle move more than a police chase I don't know if it was always a fascination or if this goes back to the mid-1990s and O.J. Simpson. Regardless of when it started, these days, when there is a police chase in Metro Detroit, it gets attention. Early morning police chase from the west side of Detroit to the east side of Detroit. Hellcat Durango goes speeding through Southfield today. Witnesses say it looked like something out of a movie after a Macomb County police chase leads to the arrest of a wanted man. A woman steals a Jeep and then leads the police on a high-speed chase. Uh, these are the type of people that are, are very dangerous. The way the news cycle works, you likely hear about every single police chase that happens, which in theory could make it seem like there are more police chases in Metro Detroit than there actually are. But I can't answer that question. But I know somebody who can. Michigan State Police First Lieutenant Mike Shaw. How frequent do you guys get involved in pursuits? Not frequent at all. We have a pretty restrictive policy for pursuits for us. Um, it has to be a felony for us to be involved in pursuit. It's not going to be like a traffic offense or anything like that. But it still does happen. Unfortunately, there are still criminals out there that are going to risk everything to try to run from police to avoid going to jail. You know, I spent some time in Los Angeles mm -hmm. where it was like always happening and it would be on TV and it'd be this big thing. I think that's a funny point that you bring up there because uh, one of the most critical elements of police pursuits is the media. But if you look at uh, California, the first thing that they'll break into is a police pursuit. So kind of a little bit of a double standard there. Uh, California news media does love their police pursuit. It turns out, though, one of the reasons there are not a lot of police chases around the country is because police policy on high-speed chases has evolved over the years. Sergeant Betsy Branter-Smith spent decades as a police officer in the Chicago area. These days, she is the spokesperson for the National Police Association. She says back when, law enforcement was much more aggressive. 
Well, in the late 70s and on into the 80s, when we would initiate a traffic stop, no matter what we were stopping that person for, whether it was, you know, speeding, they ran a stop sign, or they had just committed an armed robbery, we were going to pursue them till the end. Depending on where you worked, you know, remember there's tens of thousands of police departments in this country, and it depends on whether you're in a city like Los Angeles or Chicago, or maybe you're out in the country in rural Alabama. But we would, if somebody ran from us, we were kind of like greyhounds. We pursued you until we either caught you or you got away. That has changed dramatically. This story was inspired by a new report from the Police Executive Research Forum. The report calls for police to not engage in vehicle pursuits unless a violent crime was committed, which, as you heard from Lieutenant Shaw, is close to the Michigan State Police policy. Sergeant Smith from the National Police Association says there are too many aggravating factors in a chase. What's the traffic situation? What is the person being pursued for? If I'm a state trooper, I'm trying to pull somebody over for speeding and they take off. I might pursue them for a little bit, but if they start getting up to high rates of speed, you know, 100 miles an hour, we're likely going to stop that pursuit. Do we want to put police resources toward that if we're pursuing them for a very minor crime? Do we have a license plate? Can we pursue them afterwards? Now, if we're in a city situation or a suburban, I have been involved in pursuits where people, you know, they end up on somebody's front lawn and people get hurt. We don't want to jeopardize public safety to catch one bad guy. Now, having said that, Let's say somebody has just committed a murder or an armed robbery. Then we have to take into consideration all of those factors. Numbers from a University of Michigan study show that here in Michigan, between 2017 and 2021, there were over 3,200 crashes related to police pursuits with 60 fatalities. According to the experts, limiting dangerous or deadly police chases starts with education. Anytime that we are pursuing anybody, even, you know, think about it in a foot chase, there is so much. And that's one of the things this study talks about. It talks about all the things that a police officer has to consider in a pursuit situation. And that's why training is so important. And they talk about this in the study, that training is tantamount because, and again, I've been in this situation where you're chasing somebody, they're going 100 miles an hour, you're trying to talk on the radio. Remember, you got to hold that radio mic while you're driving with another hand. You may be getting shot at, so you probably got your gun out. It's a very high-stress, complicated situation you're in. So there is so much to consider. One of the things that Sergeant Smith told me was that no two police departments operate the same way. So I wondered exactly how our state troopers are trained. If you've ever driven down I-96 near Lansing, you can see their huge training facility off in the distance. 
we teach driving skills, not only to our troopers, but our motor carry officers. So that's the first thing they do. And the second one is, is to sit down and uh, explain to them what our policy is. The majority of our pursuits that end up being terminated or not followed is by the trooper themselves because they're wanting to do the best they can for the public. Sometimes um, we do have to get in these pursuits if it's somebody that's committed a homicide or thing like that. And we don't have access to a helicopter at that particular moment. But if there's another way we can go about it and, and keep the public safe, we're going to go ahead and do that. So a lot of it is the trooper themselves. And then, you know, they are supervised by a supervisor. So that supervisor is going to listen to those pursuits. If somebody does get a little too excited about it and they think that it's not worth it, that supervisor can go in there and terminate that pursuit as well. In past episodes, we have spent a decent amount of time talking about police surveillance here in Metro Detroit, thanks to rapidly developing technologies that certainly remain controversial. But Lieutenant Shaw says that technology can help limit the chases. There's a lot of tools out there that can help us that we don't have to get into these pursuits to chase down these bad guys and bad girls that are out there. I think it's the most important part of this is the criminal themselves, right? They don't care about the public at all, right? They want to get away. They're going to do anything they can from running red lights to going the wrong way on, on roads to all kinds of stuff. So we're able to also use this technology of helicopters. Uh, Trooper 2's got eyes just turned... Uh east on Curtis from Fenmore, uh, running blacked out. He's uh, pulling uh, east side of Pembroke and house to your right, if that's you guys. You know, some uh, agencies around the country are actually starting to use drones in pursuits, uh, getting drones up and following these cars around. So sometimes there is no other choice than to get engaged in a pursuit. But a lot of times there's a lot of other ways that we can still catch the bad guy, keep the public safe, and not put them at risk of these criminals that are going to do anything to try to get away. So while police pursuits don't happen like they used two decades ago, they still do happen. What should somebody do if they encounter one? Number one is don't pick up your phone and try to record it. That's the, the biggest thing we see in most of these pursuits are people are trying to, to get as close as they possibly can to record it. So we don't want people to do that. But I think it's important. This is any time. And we've kind of gotten away from this a little bit. I, I've seen is um, when you see a, an emergency vehicle, be it a police car, an ambulance, you know, fire truck, pull over to the right, the far right and, and stop. And that's the most important thing you can do because that's what me as a police officer is I'm driving down the road. I'm expecting you to do. And we kind of talk about that even in driving on the freeway, right? We don't want people in the left lane at all because that's the trooper lane. That's how I'm going to get from A to B. So that's one of the biggest things that people can do all the time is just pull over to the right side of the road. Let that pursuit pass you and you'll be safe. This story is about one of the big challenges that faces law enforcement. The goal is to keep residents safe. But what if attempting to take a dangerous person off the street becomes dangerous itself? These days, when it comes to police chases, it seems departments are using more discretion and less aggression. Today's big thanks go out to Lieutenant Mike Shaw and Sergeant Betsy Branter-Smith. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. 
Do you want that Daily J delivered right to you? Well, all you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.